So kia ora. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. I am here with the notorious, the well-known, the best poet in Wellington. <laughs> wow, I try to be. Yeah, well, he tries to be. This is Papa Smith. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thanks so, you identify as Papa Smith, but what is your name? Um, Even though I de- identify as a little blue guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, my biological name is Yoko Yuskavieli Savieno Simaparini. I know it's extremely long. That is a lot. And it's mouth. probably really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm originally from the Mediterranean coast, from a little island named Cyprus. I'm from a little village named Savian Bay, which is not even on the map anymore. <laughs> Bingman, home is home. Home is where the heart is. Yeah. yeah. So you're from Cyprus originally. Yep. And when did you move to Aotearoa? Uh, I moved here when I was 12. That would have been about 92, 93, I think. Pretty sure, some, somewhere around there. Were you here with your parents? Um, I wasn't here with my parents. I was actually here with my first adopted parent. Yeah, with my parents, Bob and Sarah. Also my twin, Kazula. Is he your only brother? Uh, no, he is not my only brother. Mm-hmm. I have... Okay, so there's 16 of us in ah, total. Um, uh, my mum was a baby factory. She was proud of it. Which I don't know why. Why <laughs> would you be proud of that? Yes, I got more of my mini me's. <laughs> They're gonna take over the world. <laughs> well, yeah, she, she wants to plant her seed to make yeah. sure her name's up. So, you were here in New Zealand with your adopted parents, mm. and can you tell me like a bit about that? Can you, you know, um, how was it living with them? Like it was all right living with them. Uh, I'm not complaining. Like they yeah. did give me a bit of life. Um, I just found it quite strange, um, living inside, um, from, like, moving from the streets or moving from place to the streets or from the streets to a place, um, you find those little details to be the hardest struggle. Um, me, I just found it too weird. It, it felt like a cage. It really did. It felt like I was back in prison. Yeah. Um, Even though you were you were safe. Yeah, when I you was. You were in a home. You were in a house. Yeah, no, like I was safe and stuff like that. I just didn't feel right to myself at that time. Yeah. Um, it felt like a really foreign land, like a very very strange place. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So, um, I I still see it that way. Like it's still a very foreign land. But yeah, yeah, I have a place now. Two weeks in, happy about that. That's good. I'm glad you've got a roof over your head. You know, yeah. on the streets. Um, yeah. but even though I did spend most of my life on the streets, mm. you pick up some really, really good skills. Um, even though I didn't have much of an education. Yeah, for sure. Because mm. I mean. You, you write, I hear you yeah. do some writings and you write poems. So I write poems, I write articles, anything I write. I, I love words, it's yeah. a part of me, it's a part of my soul. Can't turn it off. That's your craft, <laughs> Yeah, eh? That's it's my craft, it's my art. Um, it's also a way through my depression. 
having uh, my anxiety. Um, so with your journey that you've taken, you know, you've come from a big family. Mm. You, you're away from home, but what is home to you? Um, for me, at the moment, Wellington is home. Wellington actually reminds me of a mini, mini version of where I'm from, from yeah. Savian Bay. Even though my village isn't on a map, um, it's a, a lot bigger than Wellington. Um, oh, it's sure. it's like a massive market, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, from the outside of it, you're not entirely homeless, but you are out of the nest in a way that you will never call a house your home. No, never. But the streets of Wellington are your home? Always home. Always home. And wh- like, why is that? Why, besides finding it similar to your your place at home, which is Cyprus, mm. Savion Bay? Savion Bay. Savion. 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 Yeah. <laughs> besides yeah. the relation to that, what else is it that... Um, for me, like weekend life, like nightlife, it mm. kind of reminds me of the markets during the day and at night. All the people, the hustle, all the, the people, bustle. the hustle, the bustle. Yeah, it's really relaxed. It's not too semi-official or anything like that. Really relaxed kind of vibe. Everyone knows each other. Everyone gets on with each other most of the time. Most of the time, <laughs> is, yeah. Um, Everything kind of works at a certain speed, and not everyone's that rush like Auckland. Auckland's rush, 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 rush all the time. Yeah. Uh, didn't like Auckland. I actually oh, thought. Were you? So before you came to Wellington, so you were in Queenstown with your adoptive parents, yeah. Mom and Sarah. Then you moved out. You were kind of on the um, street. So yeah. where was your first place? First place that, that I yeah. was. Um, well, actually, first place I was on the streets altogether was Sunyan yeah. Bay. But first places here on the streets uh, that I was for here in New Zealand was actually down south. It down was south. Picton and Blenheim. For Picton qu- and Blenheim? For quite some time. Yeah. How um, were they? Because this, was this a while ago, back in the 90s? Um, it was. It was yeah. back... Uh, it would have been about... 2000s? No, it would have been either 95 or 96. Yeah. So you call being on the street homeless, would you say it's a lifestyle? Um, f- For some people it could be a lifestyle. Because you, you've purposely chosen to, to mm. not be confined to a living space. Mm. For me, I don't count myself as homeless. I'm already home. Everyone yeah. else is visiting. So... Um, my mum used to say that, not in English, but in Cypriot, she mm-hmm. used to always say that the streets is her home. Everyone else is visiting. They go back home to their flash, nice houses That's and awesome. so on and so on. They only come and visit the street life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I took up her and Watto and uh, I decided to live by it because it's what I was used to and it's what I grew up with. And I was pretty much born onto the streets. I wasn't actually born in a house or the streets are your in nest. a hospital. It's my nest. Yeah. So moving into a place that's kind of like me stepping out of my nest. Um, and it's a lot harder than it looks. A lot, lot yeah. harder. Um, being two weeks in a place or even in a house or... Well, I actually live in a hotel, so... Yeah, I mean, you'd <laughs> think... 
you'd have it all, but but in reality, you're not used to it. No, and it's just a place you sleep in. Yeah, right? it's it's just a place for sleep, really. And uh, like I stayed at my brother's place yeah. up at Berkeley Dillard last night. Main main reason is I just need a break. It's that whole rich thing like you go to hotels if you're rich not if you're poor or unless you get into a you come into a sum of money and decide to go and splash on yourself yeah um that's not really my kind of thing i didn't expect to get upgraded this quickly that was quick i mean two (laughs) weeks ago i actually saw smurf on the streets and he had the scraggly beard and the long hair and your beanie and i could not recognize you at all (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and now I have short hair like I did when I was a kid, <laughs> and uh, I have a shortish beard. I cleaned up a bit. Um, Look very, very, very dapper. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I have, yeah, I've had some good comments about it and stuff, and it's made my self confidence a lot better. Yeah. Um, I've really struggled with self confidence. Like I said, I wasn't. Actually, <laughs> I was worried. I mean, but I you shouldn't have that self doubt. I was know? gonna come to the door, have smoke, and then just keep <laughs> walking and make my way somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> then my mate Sean, he said that even though I've got a big heart and I'm very confident when I do do my writing and stuff, mm-hmm. this was an opportunity to get through to people rather than get through them by paper or cardboard yeah. to share my story and um, he said it was a good opportunity and so that I make sure that I actually make it he walked me to the front door and even inside okay. yeah. well, I'm glad you're here you know mm. and your story is you know it, it might respond well to other people mm. you know people might go hey you know, Smith's story is not too similar to mine. I mean, I, I guess mm. I could use it as inspiration in a way. Yeah. But not to not to use you as like the, yeah. I must be like him. You know, <laughs> no, please, through. please don't be like me. <laughs> it, it's not the bestest life. So please. <laughs> just just follow me as a template, but then yeah. change a course. Like maybe I, I, go I to school. I can be your mentor, <laughs> but other than that, nah. nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And here I am vouching for that. Yeah, don't. (laughs) No. But you, honestly, you've done well for yourself. I I Mm. mean, think about it. You would have been, did you say your mum was in prison for a bit? Yeah, so um, when I was three, my mum got locked up. Yeah. I won't say for what. (laughs) Yeah, she got locked up for something I would eventually learn was not her fault. Didn't know it at the time. I thought she actually did it. But yeah, she got locked up when I was three and she didn't actually come out of prison till I was about 11, about a year before I got adopted. Oh, wow. So, so how did she... I mean, because she wasn't there physically, you, you speak of um, her very fondly. Do you... St- I knew the prison that she went to and yeah. I knew how to get there so okay. we could have visitation every now and then. Um... I learnt a lot about my mum through my grandmother. Um, even though my grandmother wasn't really around, she was looking after her own kids and her own grandchildren and stuff, even though I was one of them. I wasn't, like I said before, 
me and my twin got nicknamed the Mischief Twins. We so it wasn't um, back then. You weren't too close with them just because mm, of that lifestyle. Yeah, just because of the lifestyle. Just because uh, most days when causing trouble. We well, most nights we were causing trouble. <laughs> most days we were making money to cause trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, a lot of people would probably say we were crazy. We mm. were most probably dumb. Young, dumb and full of fun. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And a- in a way, it, it worked for us. I don't know if it worked for anyone else, but it worked for us. We used to do a lot of stuff that you could say by the book is not a good thing for a child. Mm. But being in that situation where your dad leaves before you're born and then your mum's locked up when you're three, you got no parent supervision. What, no we, yeah. what were we meant to do? Yeah, so but I mean, that's understandable. You mm. know, you had no, no supervision of parents despite having your grandma, but she wasn't mm. necessarily there. Do you think if you hadn't had that, if you hadn't had your parents around when you were younger, that you'd you'd be doing the things you did at that age now? Does that make um, sense? Yep, you know? yep. Um, you got it out your system, you know. I I got it out of my system, but I got it out of my system because I came from New Zealand. Yeah. If I was still back over in Cyprus, yeah. and I actually became one of the lucky ones um, over there that. Um, maybe got saved through there. I would probably, most probably, be in the military right now. Mm, which is not which ideal. I don't like the military. Yeah. I really, really don't. Main reason is because um, when I met my grandmother on my dad's side, I found out he's a military police, an international yeah. military police. The reason why I didn't want to go to the military, because my dad left at the most important time in my life and left my mum to do all the work. Yeah. And um, so I didn't want to be like him. So I Just didn't up and leave. Yeah, up and leave. So I didn't want to be in the military for that reason. Because you don't want the, uh, the reference to your dad, you know, mm. the similar thing that your dad had done? And, and, and like here in native New Zealand, a lot of the Māoris here, like, like the very family orientated. Yeah, for sure. Um, over there in Cyprus, we're very family orientated as well. So we got quite a lot of sim- similarities. similarities yeah. Um, the the only other factor that doesn't count here that counts over there is they're in civil war over there, and and it's war and. It's uh, like I'm meaning live minefields. I'm meaning tanks. For I'm sure, meaning yeah. AK-47s. I mean soldiers running down the yeah, road. Yeah, it's a war zone. It's yeah. a proper war zone kind of thing. Yeah. Over here, you have no war. So one thing I love about Wellington: no war. Well, New Zealand as <laughs> yeah, a whole. I mean, New Zealand. If there is a you know quotation marks war, it's just like <laughs> an argument with someone yeah. down the road. Oh, oh. Exactly. Uh, and that's Jerry's being a <laughs> cunt. <laughs> oh, sort well, yourself yeah. out, Jerry. You know, it's just uh, the usual neighbourly war thing. Yeah. But it's not as to extreme extent as Cyprus. And and living on the streets with the war going on yeah. is even worse because food becomes scarce. 
and then clothing becomes scarce and then everything's a commodity yeah. once you're you're on the street buying out at the moment but when i was young it was quite popular yeah um then you got the modern day cypriot was which is informal. sort of informal quite a lot of transliteration sort of like yeah. maori is nowadays yeah. and same with some english um and then i um I know how to speak a little, a little bit of Greek, uh, but I I can still speak fluent. Well, not so much modern Cypriot. I don't really like modern Cypriot. Um, I can speak basic, fluent, ancient Cypriot. Um, main reason is because my grandmother and my mum, all my brothers and sisters speak it. Yeah. Do and they speak English to you when you like um, talk to them? Because s- some of them do. Because have you lost your fluency? I have. Oh, but I, you I've I've lost. Understand it. Yeah, I still understand but it. You can't. Um, um, you can't respond back and. I I can say have a basic conversation with yeah. them. Um, when I go back at the end of the year, um, I'll be there for two months. Oh wow! So, so um, I'm sure you'll so I'll pick it up. In. I'll pick it up quite quickly. For sure. Um. But yeah, when I'm here in New Zealand and I'm I'm speaking like on Skype, like I've actually had a conversation in ancient Cypriot at um, Gameland, and <laughs> everyone's wondered what the hell I'm going on about. What is that guy okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually talking to my grandmother, and she can't speak a word English? of English. Oh wow, she's still up and running. She's, she's still she's go- still going. She's still wow. kicking. Wow. Um, How old is she, if you don't mind me asking? She will be 89 this year. Good on her. What's her secret? Um, I have no idea. Oh my God. <laughs> All mine are dead and gone in the dust. <laughs> um, my grandfather's still alive as well. He'll be what? 91 this year. <laughs> I need to I need to go to Cyprus. Um, Cyprus. I think the main um, idea of her secret is she doesn't actually do any of the harmful, badful drugs. She's just lived a, uh, I wouldn't say pure, but... Not pure. Like and she's also vegetarian, so oh, wow. that could have helped. Oh, because you were, you were mentioning before when we got um, a cup of tea that you were vegan? Yeah, before I was... You, um, at, bef- at a young age. Yeah. Wow. So when I was back in Cyprus, um, oh, from my family anyway, um, we didn't actually meet, eat meat at all. No animal products. No animal products whatsoever. We were really vegan. Like if you put fish or chicken or mm-hmm. even red meat or even pink meat, if you really want to go that way, mm-hmm. um, in front of a face, we actually wouldn't eat it. Yeah. We'd actually wrap it up, pick it up, take it to the market and sell it. Was that was why? Why did you um, not eat meat? I don't know. I think it was more of a way of income than it was um to eat. Not for your diet it was more so And yeah. a, and I think my family kinda liked the way to feel healthy, to feel yeah well about themselves rather than to put Wow. Poisons into their body. So this was not only for the welfare of your guys' financial status, you know, to mm. help you with with things at home. It also helped you with your diet yeah. and your health mm. and your 
that's interesting. But I do eat meat now. Yeah, now you do <laughs> since you've come to, you know, the land of the long yeah. white cloud or the land of the long table and yeah. buffets. <laughs> meccas. And, and, yeah, well, yeah. I don't really like meccas. But oh, Maccas, um, I mean, I mean, that's just an example. I'm a big fan of BK. <laughs> oh, you can't. BK, what's up with I find their burgers dry. Oh, no, no. Like it's, the meat. it's not the burgers I like. It's the it? caramel sundaes. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, caramels. It, I'm sorry not to be. I'm not going to throw any against. We're, we're not promoting BK, by the way. <laughs> no, we're not. No, but I find their sundaes like real watery. Um. Yes, I find the ice cream real watery. It's not the ice cream I'm really going for. It's the caramel. They they make really, really nice caramel. So you just kind of eat the caramel? I, I kind of just eat the caramel and yeah. then put the ice cream on the table and I go, free ice cream. <laughs> free <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> watery ice cream. You can never, yeah. Um, I don't mind the creamy mayos from BK. Um, even though the burgers are quite dry, you are right. Yeah. See, <laughs> in a way, yeah. um, the mayo and the sauce and the mustard kind of oh, I love soak up that kind of dryness and make yeah. it a more delicious moist. burger. <laughs> Makes it a moist burger. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear that, guys? Yeah. Moist. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um. So, going back to your, you know, with your family. Yeah. Because you're out of Cyprus, who mm. are your family here in New Zealand besides Bob and Sarah? Like, I know, because, yeah. you know, you live in the streets, yeah. but the streets are your home. So there's people that so you identify as family. Most of the f- um, mates that I've got here and friends um, yeah. that I trust a lot, mm-hmm. um, they've come become like my sort of kind of family. And um, even though... I know back home a lot of people would say, well, that's not for your family. They, they, they've never been your family. Your blood is your family. For me, my blood is useless. Absolutely fucking yeah. useless. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing there I can kind of confide in them that kind of make them family. For me, I find that the ones I trust out here they are my family. They're my true family. Yeah. They're the ones that look after me. They're the ones that I get on with. They're the ones we have a lot of fun together. Um, we look after for each other. We have similar interests, similar commonalities. Um, okay, there is a couple of members from my family, my blood family, yep. that I have a very very close bond with one is my twin Kazola. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, was your grandma? And my grandma, the yeah, Kaya Senior. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mum and my grandmother have the same name, but so does my older sister. Oh wow! So there's what three Kayas? Um, there's actually four. Four. Because my daughter is also named Kaya. Oh, oh, you've got yeah, children. I have got children. Oh. I've actually got. Well, I'm about middle of the pack for kids in my family even though I'm the youngest 
Um, yes, I am younger than my so twin. So you're, you're the baby of I'm the, the tribe. Baby of your of mini the tribe. I'm number sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> wow, your mum was. Uh, <laughs> and the Is really, really funny thing about that, yeah. I was born sixteenth of the eighth, nineteen eighty-one, and I'm the sixteenth. Sixteen child. <laughs> Serious. So um, yeah, I find it real trippy. <laughs> and it was your birthday last week. It was my birthday. And how last was it? Last week on Thursday. Yeah. Can't remember a goddamn so thing about it. If you can't remember, it was a good <laughs> it night. It was a good night. It was a good time. That's good. I started so on whiskey <laughs> and ended on s- and yeah. then yeah. and ended on absinthe. So <laughs> and we'll cut it short and there. We'll cut it <laughs> that. You don't want any popos, you know, hunting no, down for no. you. <laughs> uh, just just a disclaimer. I am not with. In association to this man, yeah. but yeah, with your children, how many? Um, I have twelve currently <gasps> at the moment. Twelve? Oh, you're a busy man too. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I was very carefree in my uh, younger days. Wow, interesting. And uh, uh, th- I have three sets of twins oh and two God. sets of triplets, and it's common in my family, very common, um, to have twins and triplets. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah, so I've actually, um, there's only two singulars. i got two older sisters that are nine months apart. Oh, so all these 16 siblings that you speak of, it's all because of triplets twins, and sets triplets and twins. Oh, and yeah. we've got a quadruple in there. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Your poor <laughs> mum, your poor mother. Well, yeah. Your yeah. dad. I need to speak to your father. <laughs> we actually have all different dads. Serious? Oh, yeah. well, that's, that's My right. mum was never married, ever. She thought marriage was like um, going to prison, really. It's it like was, a sentence. It was a, a sentence. But yeah, my dad's apparently been married three times, so <laughs> um, I've never met him, so I yeah. could never tell you the exact truth, but I've just got that from my grandmother, so. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, on my dad's side, and my grandmother's nice on my dad's side, like, first time I ever, ever met her, um, I asked to go for a bit of a smoke on her decking, and she just said, hold up, I'll grab my tools, I'll come with you. So I didn't expect that, especially from an older lady. Um, I actually have no idea how old she'll be this year. But um, that's how much I don't know about my dad's side. Um, some people would say that's sad. Um, like I said before, I just didn't know my dad. He left before I was born. Well, your mum was pretty much your dad, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, my mum was our rock, really. Yeah. She was our mum, our dad, and everyone else that she wanted to be. She was what you said. Mm. Uh, a rock. Yeah, she was yeah. your rock. And, and yeah. I must admit, we were very mischievous little yeah. shits. You and your brother <laughs> and your, all your siblings? Um, most of my siblings. Yeah. Um, Quite a lot, a lot of my older sisters, they kind of grew up really fast, like we all did, but they kind of matured a lot quicker than we did. Yeah. And, and they kind of didn't like to get into dumb things. They kind of wanted more education, and they were going that kind of way. Um, but, yeah, me and my twin 
distance, the education has been a big thing. We didn't think we needed it in the big wide world out there. Um, so that's probably why we got into a lot of trouble. Um, also, not having a father figure was probably we didn't have any discipline or v- much structure. So um, I can see that it's probably another side that we didn't pick up so well. Yeah. Um, but that's all right mm. now. I mean, you've just had to learn the hard way. Well, yeah. 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 And um, I do have some advice. And that's good advice. Okay, what's your advice then? When your mum and dad to look to your kids who don't really like school, okay? Yeah. Your mum and dad tell you that you've got to stay in school because the big wide world out there is scary. They are telling you the truth, okay? Yeah, the fucking Stay truth. in school. <laughs> stay in school. Because if you don't, you'll most probably end up... Like my mum did. <laughs> <laughs> in jail. And you don't in want jail, that. In jail. And yeah, you don't sure. want that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and are your kids, are they, I mean, what are they? Or how old are they? Um. So my youngest twins mm. are two at the moment. Two. Oh. And my oldest, uh, 11. 11. And are they all with you? parents with um, their you know with their mums they stay most of them stay with their mums yeah um there's actually five that um don't stay with their mum because their mum passed away yeah um they st- well, three of them stay with my grandmother and two stay with family members um my older sister there's a car about five that live here in Wellington um, two live in Thorndon. Well, at the moment, the the my oldest triplet girls mm-hmm. they live in the Bay of Plenty. Yep. Um, don't know exactly what city because they keep moving, like me and my twin used to do all the time. Yeah. Um, my oldest twins they live in Japan with their mum. Yeah, you were saying the yeah. these are the eleven-year-olds. These are the eleven-year-olds. Yeah. Gosh, you're an international <laughs> man. I am. I am. Blood, blood, all blood children, or all blood children. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have adopted. I have adopted kids as well. They're yeah. a lot older than my blood children. Yeah. Um, I think my oldest adopted kid is like twenty-five. <laughs> that's not <laughs> a child. That's a man. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but i six years as, a, as mm, a father figure. I've known him since uh, I was um he was ten, oh. so I've been looking after him ever since. Yeah, and so he counts me as his he's father, as awesome. his dad. And even though he's probably got his own biological family, I'm not trying to take that no, no, away but from him. You know, him. We, we can yeah. we can both agree that family is just a it's a social construct. It's yeah. who you identify as your yeah. family. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, so uh, I have kids around there, and they're all proud of me, and even in the struggles and the hard times and stuff, and I refused i always refused for them to come out to the streets i always wanted them to get a good education i hell yeah i mainly say this to my kids stay in school you little shits stay (laughs) in school and i'm glad that you don't want them 
to, to follow this life? Because you see, no. you know, it's the hard way you've had to learn. Yeah, it's the hard way I've got to learn. Oh, I've had to learn. You've I had still, to, yeah. still learn it most times. And you don't want them to go through this. And I don't want them to go through the same hardship that I went through. Yeah. Uh, I try to want to make it as easy as I possibly can for them. That's why I got them to go live with their mums, even if yeah. they hate their mums. So, and that's <laughs> not and that's not too easy, you know. We yeah. don't want to give them the the road. They've got to make it their own. But yeah, exactly. But easy for you in a way that they won't have to face the things you've mm. seen and dealt with, though. Yeah, and sure. um, they have all been back to where I was from. Um, they have. They went back with my grandmother when oh, wow. uh, she came over for a visit to, to see him grandchildren and then is that when um they that some of your kids went back and stayed with your sis yeah some of them went back and um they went there for a two-week holiday and some of my kids actually stayed i'm um, glad so some of them will know your your native tongue yeah they'll know the native tongue and stuff but my grandmother lives well she lives in a hotel she owns <laughs> What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> my mum uh, actually grew up in a rich neighbourhood. Like, everyone thinks that she was born onto the street. She yeah. wasn't. She um, she actually chose it as a li- her own lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, and do you think that's where it's come from? You know, as you say, you don't see it as a physical house or mm. building, your home, your nest. Wellington is your nest. The streets of Wellington is your nest. Yeah. Is that because of your mum? I reckon it's got a lot to do with my mum. Yeah, interesting. A lot to do with my mum. Um, she chose the lifestyle of the streets because she found it freeing. She found it? Freeing. Like freeing. F- more freedom. Um, free living. Free living, yeah. pretty much. And, okay, yes, I must admit, it is very freeing. It is very free to live on the street. Sure. And, like, I only need to spend, like, $30 a week on shopping, and I can still survive. And most people spend, like, hundreds of dollars on oh, shopping. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's about that much to live on a grocery. Um, you know, that's the average amount, I guess, when you're going shopping mm. for yourself for a week. A hundred bucks. But what... Yeah, How? I, I can bucks. I can spend thirty bucks or thirty to forty bucks a Just week on shopping, and that is all nothing. I need, and that's everything. But do you think it's just because you know you've lived here on the streets, you've been homeless, well not homeless, so you know, yeah, you know exactly what you need and what you don't need, like yeah, materialistic um, things. I've found that as soon as you get down to the grit of it, yeah. Um, you can figure out exactly what is cheap and how to spend your money um, that you can find food everywhere. Yeah. Like Savian Bay, when I was growing up, food was quite scarce and same with clothing. Most times we had to steal most of our food Mm. and clothing, which is quite sad. Yeah. I know stealing over here is illegal, <laughs> but over there it's Was a part of life. It's a way to survive. For sure. So um, when I came here, I didn't actually see stealing as against the law. 
even it was though how to survive, yeah. Yeah, even though I know now it is against law. <laughs> <laughs> now he knows everyone. Please do now not. Now I know. <laughs> go for him. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say I am a thief now. Maybe You're not back a thief. then. <laughs> yeah, back then. This is your past, okay? Let it go. Yeah. Oh, I'll let it go when yeah. people let it go. I don't want anyone to no. hold it against you. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, over there, a lot of things that are illegal here yeah, for sure. are a way of life. Yeah. Our main reason is because a lot of, even though the main island, Greece, is under the crown, a lot of people think the islands are also under the crown. They're not. They have no government at all. It's all run by so the military. Oh, wow. Military. Yeah. Militias. Is, was this back then or today? Is it still um, the same? It's still the same. It's not actually under the crown. So, a lot. even though you get some Cypriots that go to the Olympics and stuff like that, they have to call them Greek Cypriots or Turk Cypriots. Yeah. Um, that's the only way they're under the crown. But the actual island of Cyprus or the actual it's island itself, it's not governed, so okay. you have no government. Um, Interesting. So when I came here in New Zealand, there was a government and there was laws. And there was all these things you had to that, follow and, and you're like, what? And at first I just thought, oh, fuck, but who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so, Smith, Mm. going back to your writing, Mm. because of your experiences you've had, it's fueled, like you said, your writing, and do you have any you want to share at the moment? Yeah, I I can share a bit. um, If you're ready, (laughs) I just sprung it out of nowhere. Hey, do you got something prepared? (laughs) I um, Before I fucked it up (laughs) with the recording. Yeah, (laughs) this one's about my mum. And it's about how she was as a, as a person. It kind of relates to what kind of writing I kind of get into as well. Which is quite... It, it's I, I like bring objects to life. But I like bringing personal stories into it as well. Relating mm. it back to personal experience. This is called Scars of the Real Truths. Scars of the Real Truths. The hurts and the pains. The tragedy and depression. The wild parties, whatever they may be, and the memories that come with the aftermath of so much fun but so much pain. A pain that can't be explained, a mental doubt that lingers forever, something that you can't fight, whatever angle you come from. There is no escaping till you've dealt with your demons. We all have them. I hear them in the silent screaming pitch that something is still hurting, and I have to say my goodbyes to people whom have passed on so I can start again. So I can start again afresh and ready for the day ahead. Thought I was going to be dark and suicidal. But I have better ways of getting my high out of the depression as well as everything around. It's more than enough of a high except when it gets wasted. Scars are the real truths. Ask and you shall find out. Scars are the real pains, the pain deep within my soul. I've got a nice one. Okay. (laughs) This one's called An Odd Shaped Life. Most people won't really get it, but like I said, I like bringing objects to life and then giving them a personal experience from the background. An oddly shaped flower, one of a kind, just like life. 
We all have oddly shaped lives. Some can be ugly or even beautiful to the beholder. A flower also brings love, but love is a tricky thing because it's not always simple. But if you do find that one of a kind, keep it and hold that love for as long as you can. Because love, just like a flower, will eventually wither away and die. But for now, we'll just think that love is like a flower. Beautiful and sexy in its majestic form, drawing us in with longing looks and a sexy smile. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you here, even though this is uh, to, ha- <laughs> to have you here for the second time. <laughs> ah, so good. Um, Any advice? I mean, you've already advice, said yeah. stay in school. Just live the life that you guys want to live. Yeah. Rather than getting people to tell you how to live life, life is your own. It's it's your own way of expressing your own who you are. So, just live that life that you want to live. Um, if someone tells you how to live your life, tell them to fuck off because they have no fucking idea who you are. And that's it. So if you want to hear more of these individuals' stories, then you just need to keep your finger on the subscribe button. So if you're on, then uh, just keep your subscribed button on. And uh, if you want to hear more and maybe see behind the scenes, then go onto the Out of the Nest Facebook page. Like, subscribe and follow. Until next time, keep cool, keep safe and uh, carry on. This is Out of the Nest.